You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Great, uh, great book. Great stocking stuffer. I hope it helps you out. And if you love this show, you can support the show by going to subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. Subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. Still the best place to make your voice and impact felt outside of supporting our sponsors. So if you're just like, I already bought all the products, but I still want to help out the show for as little as $5 a month, you can become a subscriber to the show. Uh, obviously, this is not necessary to watch the show, and please only do this if you're actually able to afford it. No big deal if you can't. And if you love this show, you can now download it for free on all podcast formats, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. And uh, we all love and appreciate him for doing this. Bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show is where you can get the podcast of The Dilly Show. Check that out today. All right, guys. Good morning. Happy Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Now, I know you were shocked to see me this morning because everybody knows once the New York Times has done a 10-page uh, hit piece on you, you, you die. You don't survive. No one survives such a scary, scary hit piece where they pull all your outdated and fucking irrelevant information and look at this. Look right here. Look at the struggles this person had at one point in their life and they overcame them. But look, look, they had a problem. Mm. Oh, man. Thank you uh, to the New York Times for giving us millions of dollars in free advertising I know that wasn't your intent, but we sincerely appreciate it. I appreciated it. It was hilarious and fun, and it's been a wild 24 hours. And uh, we'll talk about the fallout of that today. It's been pretty funny watching the DeSimps uh, pretty much digging up. It's so strange. Um, maybe somebody could let them know. Team Meatball needs to understand something. Uh, if you want salacious clips to try and cancel me, use stuff from like the last six months. There's plenty there. I don't know why you're regurgitating and recycling 2019 clips that don't matter. Uh, it's not a got you moment. You have a person in your clip sitting in front of you saying, I do political entertainment, thus not a journalist, which means I don't have to tell the truth. I'm here to try and entertain you and teach you. And I said that in 2019 and you're regurgitating the clip, but I don't think any of you has the comprehension necessary to understand why what you just posted doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything. I, I don't, it's the strangest fucking thing I've ever seen, but there's lots of good stuff in the last couple months I've said that you could definitely try and cancel me with tons of stuff. Offensive jokes about everybody, every race, every sexual fucking, uh, you know, sexuality. I mean, I've made fun of 
everybody, religions, indigenous peoples, persons, goat fuckers. There's so much there, so much meat on that bone. And uh, I don't appreciate you circling clips of me much younger because now you're setting up people's expectations. And when they see this old grizzled face, they're going to be disappointed. And I don't appreciate that, okay? I can't go back five fucking years and look like that. And I don't appreciate you making people think that I still look like that or that I'm that young, okay? It's bullshit. Anyway, President Trump gave a speech last night in Iowa. He absolutely killed it. Shout out to Magical Trevor for the incredible opener today. Uh, a lot of the clips from last night, very similar to that. Special, special, invigorating, inspiring even. And uh, why wouldn't they be inspiring? He's opened up a can of whoop ass on Joe Biden in every single swing state. We're going to dig into those numbers. Really, everything is coming up aces right now for MAGA. Keep your head down. Stay disciplined. We'll keep doing the dirty work, but you're going to win so long as you show up. If you just continue to do what we have been doing diligently for the last three years, for one more year, you will win. You will win. We're going to turn it up a notch. We're going to kick it up a notch the next 12 months. And if you choose to do that, great. If you don't, well, you're still going to win as long as you do what you've been doing. But if you really want to win, try and keep, keep up with us. So it's going to be incredible. But uh, very excited for today's show. Lots to talk about. Lots of strange occurrences in the last 24 hours. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA Commerce. I'm going to try out the first DIY energy drink, Beard Vet Energy. It comes with a pump that turns anything into an energy drink. Just one pump, and that's it. Mmm, and it tastes really good in anything. It's so much quicker than making a cup of coffee. My husband likes it in his water bottle. My son likes it in his Sprite. And the best part is, it's from a veteran-founded company. Very America first. Cheers to that, y'all. Stay awake, not woke. Boom, beardvet.com. And it's true, the energy drink is absolutely incredible. It's so fun. You can add it to damn near anything and it's going to taste delicious. It's a revolutionary new product from BeardVet, the company that's been keeping you energized and supporting veterans for years. And the uh, Vet Energy Concentrate is coffee-derived energy uh, concentrate and it gives an energy kick like coffee. It can be added to any beverage and flavor. Unlimited mixing options. It can even go in your water. That's the easiest. You just... You just do a little right in the one of your water bottles and away you go. You're going to have tons of energy. And uh, it's based in Texas, the company that is. It's much cleaner, uh, healthier uh, and, and than any other energy drink, especially that shit that's in the cans, as you all know. So look, BeardVet.com, I love these guys. One of the reasons that you need to take a look at BeardVet.com, today we're highlighting the energy drink, and it is, it's fabulous. You can't, you know, most people don't have the uh, ability to, to make coffee all day long simply because you're on the move, you're working, you're running around. Maybe you're in a work truck and you just don't have the 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 opportunity to brew up a fresh cup. 
Well, if you've already started your day with some coffee and you've got a, a nice jug of the beard vat energy wherever you're at, whether you're in your office, in your big rig, or maybe you're on a job site, you just keep in the back of your truck, you grab one of these, you fucking add it to your water, you put it in your thermos, and I promise you're going to notice a kick. It's going to help you all day long. Beardvet.com, fabulous company, fantastic products, incredible, incredible American patriots, and I like to call them my friends and family now. Beardvet.com, promo code DILLY will get you 10% off. That's promo code DILLY for 10% off. Beardvet.com. Oh my God, Kayleve is back. Thank God. You know, I love this company as well. They've been with me for the, for the longest time. We're almost through the Biden years. We're going to survive them. And I appreciate, just like Beardvet, one of the things that Kayleve.com does is they keep all their advertising fresh and fun. Their products are always fresh and fun. They're thinking about new ways to give you new, th- new items and products that are going to benefit and help your life. If anyone on your Christmas list suffers from psoriasis or eczema, the Sensitive skincare Bundle is going to make you their hero. That's right. Every product in this bundle is made without preservatives. It's natural and handcrafted in small batches. It's safe for delicate skin, even infants. Each product contains nutrient-dense blends of ethically sourced grass-fed tallow and organic plant oils. These products create a natural protective shield that safeguards your skin from external elements, seals in vital moisture, and supports skin repair. So, say goodbye to redness and uh, irritation. Our products are designed to calm and soothe the the most sensitive skin types. The natural anti-inflammatory properties of grass-fed tallow combined with soothing botanicals will help you achieve the calm, clear skin you've been dreaming of. So you guys got to check them out. This is a, it's a fantastic company. Uh, they head, head over to Kayleaf.com right now. Take advantage of the amazing deals. Lisa's, I know how she is. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season, which means she's blowing out massive amounts of product with tremendous discounts. You're not going to want to miss out. The bundles tab is where it's at. Kayleaf.com. Promo code Dilly Dilly for 10% off all non-sale items i'm telling you right now you're gonna you're gonna thank me especially if you want to look like randy this is where you're gonna go to do it kayleave.com all right you guys good morning everybody good morning let me just uh, do a little clean up here hi um hope you guys are having a good day hope you guys are having a good day i'm having a it's an interesting day so we're gonna do what we always do which is so much fun um and i like to brag (laughs) So this is fun. It's fun when you tell people, you're like, hey, here's what I'm going to do. And uh, and then you're, you're not going to be able to have a response. You understand? All right, so check it out. So the New York Times did a hit piece. Uh, they doxed a bunch of anonymous Americans who are regular everyday people. Nobody's getting compensated for their memes, including me. Um, I don't get compensated directly from anybody. There's no payments being like, hey, here you go. Uh, occasionally, you know, we, we've basically validated ourselves that we are the most loyal Trump supporters in America. And I'm talking about the Dilly meme team as well as the fans of this show. And thus we're rewarded with opportunities to uh, see President Trump and, and be up close and, and see things, right? But we wouldn't call it payment. That's not how it works. Okay. So they did a hit piece on me, the New York Times did, and it went uh, viral. And lots of new people discovered the Dilly Show. And they said, who is this crass, disgusting uh, uh, memer, uh, leader of memers? Who, who is this guy? 
And simultaneously, today and yesterday, a bunch of uh, lowlifes from Team DeSantis, as well as liberals who are scared shitless of what we're about to do to Joe Biden in the general election using the power of meme energy, uh, they also have decided to tune into The Dilly Show. And so you've tuned in with an expectation of what you're going to see. And you, you're thinking, I'm here to hate you and get content. But you have made a fucking huge mistake. Because I'm going to do to you what I do to everybody else. And I've done it for so many years. It's not even funny. We're going to take you to the high ground. We're going to show you something you weren't expecting. And by the end of this broadcast, we'll have either changed your mind completely about myself and the meme team. Or we'll at the very least have planted seeds of doubt about the way you've been living and believing uh, up to this point. Either way, the only way to protect yourself from this happening is to not watch today's show. So I'm giving you fair warning. If you watch today's show, I'm going to embed inside your fucking head like a tick and it's going to continue uh, to grow and, uh, and, and eventually it will change the way you think. Maybe about politics, maybe about yourself, maybe about me. But I'm just warning you. So the only way to save yourself from this experience is to not watch. Otherwise, I'm going to go to work right now fixing your life and fixing your mindset and helping you see the world the way it actually is rather than the way they've programmed you to see it. Okay, good. Now that that's out of the way, I want to say thank you to all the fans. You guys uh, overwhelm me. I, I don't know anybody else. Maybe other people aren't as vocal about their fan mail. And I'm totally open to the idea that that's the case. Um, I've received thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of letters through the years since I started doing this show. Um, from the day I started doing this show, I received gifts and fan mail almost within the first two weeks. And it's never stopped. It's been continuous for five straight years. It's overwhelming. It's probably one of the highlights of doing this show is getting to interact with regular, normal, everyday, red-blooded Americans who love this country and who are old school and like to mail things to me, which is special. So I got some cards, and uh, and I really appreciated each and every one of them. So Richard and Betty, I love you guys. Thank you for your beautiful card. Uh, I love it. It's adorable. And thank you for the kind words that you wrote on the inside. And uh, I, I really appreciate you. Thank you. You guys always come through with the kind words, and it makes a big difference. Um, I also want to say... Thank you to, uh, hang on. And some of you sent really extravagant um, ex extravagant gifts. Uh, and this one looks like it's from, uh, let's see here, hold on. That's a really long one, but I don't want to. Hold on, I don't want to actually, I, you know, I'm careful about this. I don't want to dock somebody. Okay. From uh, Brandon, Kelsey, Kenley, McKenna, James, Shelby, Paige, James Jr., <laughs> James B., James Jr., Kathy, Bobby, and Wes, and is that Tim Timona and Talon? <laughs> thank you for your card. I don't, <laughs> I hope I got everybody, but thank you for your card, and thank you for the cash. Uh, that was really sweet of you for Christmas, and uh, we're definitely going to go have fun and go, uh, I'm probably going to go Christmas shopping uh, with some of the money that you sent. So thank you for that. It was really sweet of you. It totally, uh, it's, it's overwhelming, and it always has been and always will be the amount of uh, kindness you guys have shown me for this show, whether it's Christmas or my birthday or just randomly, honestly, even given 
every week I get mail. I get fan mail every single week. And, uh, and it's never stopped. Even through the Biden years, which is amazing. Um, also, oh man, I don't know if this one had a, maybe this had a note. Hold on, let me see. Uh, I think it's from Dina. I think it's from Dina. And if it's, or it's, is it Dinar? Dina, Dinar? Okay, I think it's Dina. Either way, um, I don't, I can't, you didn't send a card, so I can't show anything other than your, I'm not obviously going to show your mail, but uh, thank you for your contribution. And uh, it is Dina, okay. And thank you for your contribution, and and I appreciate you. And yeah, I was really kind to you. <clears throat> Next up, we got uh, a really, a very extremely generous uh, gift from, uh, oh, this might be from my favorite people. This is from the Ives family. We love them. Thank you for the card. It's a nice little thank you card. And then uh, thank you for the, 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 uh, the note you wrote at the inside, as well as your contribution to the show. Uh, makes a big difference. And I love you guys. You've been with me for a really long time, and I appreciate all of you that uh, I know you have to sacrifice in order to contribute to the show because nobody's doing well in Biden's economy. So, you know, when regular people do that, it's, it's, uh, it blows my mind. So thank you. And, and lastly, um, I got an extremely extravagant gift, and I thought I was like, wow, I, that's, that's too much. Um, and it, it was from the Ives family again. They sent their normal contribution they always send one monthly but they sent a little bonus uh, and included a beautiful christmas card and uh i just want to say thank you guys love you guys yeah so that's that's just special uh, I, I mean i don't what do you want me to say nothing else you can do you just tell people thank you just go hey man thank you um with that being said i have a bunch of packages i'm gonna open after today's show but i got backed up because of going to miami so if i haven't acknowledged you or if it, you know i just i apologize i'm doing the best i can we've been traveling we're working our asses off behind the scenes uh doing running my business taking care of my kids and obviously trying to to grow the uh the cultural shift that we're experiencing right now so thank you to everybody who sent me gifts and packages i'm going to open those up hopefully hopefully today after this broadcast but uh yeah crazy man it's fucking crazy and uh you know the way the show started and the way it's went and i think it's still something it's a bit of a mystery to a lot of people it's like what do you do what is this obviously i'm not wearing a i'm not wearing a suit and tie i'm not presenting myself as a, a broadcast journalist it's not what i do um i think they're fucking nerds most of them uh i am somebody that does political entertainment i make jokes about news but i also have a background as a self-help uh author and life coach as well as a motivational speaker, and I was a personal trainer for almost 20 years. And I've got an extensive background in business. So I try to do as best I can to help people, to fix people, and to uh, assist them in becoming successful in life. That's what I do on the show. Number one, uh, right now I'm using this show and what I do, and I have for some years now, to support President Donald J. Trump. And the reason being is that I believe foundationally if you've got President Trump in office as the president, it's going to set up uh, so that you as an individual can build a life on his policies. And it worked for me. I'm a living testament of what can happen if you work your ass off during a Trump presidency. When President Trump came into office in 2017 and he was sworn in, 
I was in a bad way. I had only uh, 90 days earlier had a car repossessed because I missed two payments. It was it. I missed two payments. Problem was I owed so little on the car that they saw an opportunity to seize it uh, and uh, and they knew they could sell it and make more money. So they took my car and I, I was kind of like, okay, well, that's great. And I had to buy, a, I did one of those pay-as-you-go rental car situations and I did eventually pay that vehicle off and I loved that vehicle. It served me very well. So I have no bitterness about the whole experience. But um, I, when President Trump entered office, I was just trying to hang on for dear life during the Obama years. And as he got into office, I continued doing what I had already been doing for many years. The difference was, as President Trump began enacting his policies and his agenda, what I was doing before started to pay off. I actually started to see income. I started to get more clients. I started to be able to have better experiences. And eventually I started doing the Dilly Show. Uh, and at that point we did introduce the idea or the, uh, the concept of MAGA Commerce, which was essentially a small business form of advertising for sponsors that would allow me to help grow other small businesses and at the same time, uh, build a life and a business for myself centered around the Dilly Show. And thanks to President Trump's policies, the economy took off. And as that economy took off, so did our results. Whether it was mine or my sponsors, everybody was enjoying a better quality of life and enjoying some success. We continued to go. President Trump's policies were so powerful that even when he left office in 2021, that it continued to carry well into the middle of 2022. And that's when the bottom started to fall out on the Biden administration. Now, during that time, uh, we were still able to continue growing the business, but we had to get more creative. And, uh, and that brings us to today. Um, had to continue to get creative, uh, started doing apparel, different things that I hadn't previously done to make uh, the show successful and be able to continue to grow it and financially support myself and my family. Uh, the best part was in the middle of 2022, relocating to the East Coast from Arizona and allowing me to access and go to more events in person, including Trump rallies and other gatherings. Slowly as the influence grew and the Dilly Meme team hit its stride, the entire team was privy to uh, opportunities that we might not have had. And that includes going and taking pictures with President Trump or attending rallies or even just uh, fun kind of charity events and things like we did this last weekend. So that's kind of the journey it's taken to get here. But one thing that is very clear and, and everyone watching this needs to understand, at no point did I ever put on a suit and tie during the show and lead anybody astray about what it is that I do. I've never presented myself as somebody that dug into something and did journalistic uh, research and and uh, called around for sourcing and all that shit that they do because that's not what I am. And I have no fucking interest in being a journalist cunt. What I do is a daily broadcast, digesting the that day's news, presenting the best memes on planet Earth for entertainment purposes, uh, inspirational purposes, motivational purposes, and teaching purposes, and humor purposes to help cope with the nonsense we're dealing with. And I talk heavily about God and spirituality and about forgiveness, self-esteem, so on and so forth. So this is what I think um, maybe what I, I think if you're painting me as something that I'm not and you're judging me by rules for a game I'm not even playing, then I'm probably definitely coloring outside the lines for that game. 
The, the issue is, though, I'm not playing that game. I'm not trying to become a news reporter. I don't want to get a contract at Fox and go cut my balls off before I step on a stage somewhere. Not attempting to get on with any mainstream media outlet of any kind. They can all suck my fuck. And uh, so I don't really give a shit. Uh, I'm here to do what I do. Uh, build an audience, helping people, building a community, growing American brands, and and in supporting President Donald J. Trump in his uh, pursuit of the White House. So that's it. It's not that confusing. Uh, but I think some people have really struggled with this concept. And so you might be sitting here and you're waiting for something usable in a, and, and, and nothing's going to be usable. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm wearing a long sleeve nine line shirt sitting in my home office doing an entertainment show. So no matter what you take from this, this mouth out of context, it's never going to hit. Ever. It's never going to hit. Because you can't destroy me or the meme team because you didn't make us. You didn't build us. The media didn't make us. We're not a product of the media. So you can't destroy us. And DeSimps and everybody else, the liberal left, you can't cancel me because you didn't make me. I'm not a product of you. I didn't deceive anybody. And thusly, everybody who deals with me knows what I am. I'm very, very crass. I am not a traditional conservative at all. Read my book. It's all in there. I am, uh, I am a man. I am somebody who colors outside the lines. I'm somebody that is uh, really not very interested in a lot of the conservative platform lifestyle uh, discussion stuff. I'm not, I don't care about any of that shit. I care about low taxes and freedom, motherfucker, and safety for my kids and my wife. It's really not that complicated. So you can try to put me into the box. It's just never gonna. It's never gonna work. It's never gonna work. And the only thing you did yesterday was make us more popular. And then what you're gonna do today is you're gonna spend all day discussing me and other things I may or may not have said. And it still won't fucking matter because what you're gonna do is you're gonna accidentally send your fans to investigate for themselves. And not every one of them will like me. As a matter of fact, most weren't or won't rather because you're a cunt. So why would they like me? We're not the same. However, there will be a few that are level-headed human beings that recognize, oh shit, I think I like this person better than the douchebag that sent me over here. This also happens. So, good luck. Um, that's what you can kind of expect on this show. And uh, today's show, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to make a ton of jokes. We got a bunch of news to cover. President Trump was absolutely in rarefied form last night, having a blast out in Iowa. We've got killer polling. Because there is no primary, it's over. Team Meatball just hasn't received the memo yet. We are focused on the general election and that pivot is happening right now. And we've got a bunch of incredible photos of people enjoying their dilly in the wild. So that's what we're gonna do right here and right now. Now. Gilly in the wild, Gilly in the wild, motherfucking now. Gilly in the wild, Gilly in the wild, motherfucking now. People put stickers on their cars. 
relax your brain and suck my dick and lick my balls. It's shocking that the guy that plays the Dilly of the Wild song that includes the lyrics, suck my dick and lick my balls, like in a crooning voice, is not actually a broadcast journalist. I mean, it's, who'd have thought? Oh my God, bro, what are you doing? Get out of there, run. That's a hell of a dilly in the wild, hanging out down at the U.S. Department of Justice. Dangerous, get the fuck out. These are the people going after President Trump. Get out of there, I do, I do not approve. This is risky. You should be at least multiple blocks away, at least. Oh my God, oh, look at you. Woo, wait. Woo, girl, you better stop. She, she was feeling some kind of way wearing that Randy Savage hoodie, or the uh, pullover, rather. I could tell. She got, I could tell. She was like, mm-hmm. Got her little uh, pink uh, pink hairband on, her headband looking all, looking all happy as shit. I know, you were feeling yourself. I know it. I could tell. I could tell just the way you're looking at the camera. She was feeling herself like, damn, I look fucking good. And you know what? You do. You absolutely do. And I love it. It looks like you're someplace cold as fuck. Is that snow on the ground? You should move. It's too cold there. Don't don't live in places that are snowy. <laughs> That's my advice, honey. <laughs> you look you look absolutely amazing, and I'm so happy you're enjoying the apparel. But uh, that's a hell of a dilly in the wild. Good job. Here we go. Ah, uh, yeah. See, sometimes you get on a plane and you're like, I must travel, which it's like the worst experience ever is riding on a plane. Um, they've continued to move the seats closer and closer together to the point now that you're basically, you know butt-fucking the person in the seat in front of you. It's horrible. You're just all up in their ass. They move, they fart, you smell it, you hear it. They fucking crack their neck, you hear it. They pop their fingers, you hear it. They shift slightly, they he you hear it. I mean, it's there is zero, zero comfort on planes these days. But the good news is you can wear your dilly swag, which at least will keep you nice and toasty and take the book on the flight with you to keep you entertained. So there is that. And uh, yeah, I like it. Also, honey, you have great hair. Great hair. Ah, first thing I thought when I saw this, I thought, my God, she's got Farrah Fawcett hair. Good for you, hon. I hope you enjoy your trip. You two stay, you look happy as shit. I love happy people. So I hope you guys have a wonderful time on your trip. Stay safe and uh, keep doing your hair that way. It's awesome. It's a total win. That's a win. I like to give the ladies uh, advice on hair. It's like it's like a thing. I, I feel like I'm good at it. So, also, Hogman is not going to be happy. Um, people are picking on him. You know, it's one thing for me to pick on him. It's okay, right? Like, but now the fans have started trolling him, even with, uh, you know, small children. Somebody convinced a small child to troll the Hogman and uh, it's just, is they're making a mockery of what he, oh, you'll understand here. Now I have no idea who would write this uh, on a picture and send it to me wheels, but um, whoever this person was, clearly was just trying to pick on Hogman by showing that he is getting destroyed by small children in the girl deer murdering department, okay? So it's really, uh, that's, I don't know uh, who would do that, Wheels, but it's, uh, it's like they're mocking him. Hogman, 
prides himself in being a man's man hunter. And now he's getting shown up by the children of the Dilly Show. Uh, Dilly 300 kids are based as fuck. And they're out here just like, oh, that's cute, Hogman. You got a, a seven. A, is that a seven or an eight? Because you ain't getting above an eight, Hog. What is it, the kind of deers that you kill? Well, you kill female deer, so I don't know what that works. He, only mom ones. Like, Hogman's like a, he only murders uh, mom girl deers. And so I don't even know how they score those because I don't know shit about hunting. Anyway, this fucking kid killed your max uh, probably for the next decade. There you go. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's a Dilly in the Wild sticker back there too. Yeah, so there, there you go. So yeah, he's a... Uh, it's okay, Hog. It's fine. You can make excuses for what you think you're looking at. Trying, He's trying to say that this is a deer processing center as if he didn't notice the small child who obviously killed these deer with his bare hands. All right? That's okay. Yeah, he... This kid just goes into, into Wild and he fucking chokes him out. He, they've said he has the most, like, strongest grip strength in the history of ch children. So, and I'm not even choking him out like with the, like, you're thinking like a rear naked choke. And I'm not even saying that. He literally wraps his little toddler hands around the, the deer's neck and kind of like chokes it out like, like crime of passion style. <laughs> not like, <laughs> not like a wrestler. <laughs> It's more like crime. <laughs> this guy's new show sucks. All right, moving on. That's enough of that, Hog Man. You had your time. You also have to catch up to that. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. That's your that's your your goal now. Oh my God, our Dilly Three Hundred were representing, saying hello to uh, the wonderful Don Junior. In a uh, and in her Dilly Three Hundred gear. I love this. This is great. Trevor, don't judge. That was a perfectly fine joke. What do you mean? Why, why are you pointing that out? Come on. Come on. Crime of passion style. That's that's a thing. <laughs> Tears running down the eyes. Just, what'd you make me do this, huh? What'd you make me do this? All right, moving on. <laughs> I've My wife subjects me to murder mysteries, okay? So I know all the, like ins and outs of the the things that drive these people <laughs> i didn't know me to she made me do it uh all right uh oh this is a, oh my what lassie what lassie your mom got all the dilly swag and didn't get you any that's fucked up i'm sorry lassie there you go great pick love it i like your new banner your flag back there that's killer looks good and I also like all of your KB Perks uh, goodies you got there. Slick. Oh my God, is that a signed Dilly hat? Shit. That's what I'm talking about. Here we go, bro. There we go. Somebody's got to go outdoors today. You want to know how I know? Because he's got the warmest hoodie available uh, to mankind. Right there. Boom. Looking good, bud. Looking good, bud. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh my God, is that a stethoscope? Dude, if you ever wanted to know, hold on, I'm bringing them up right here. If you ever wanted to understand how thick and comfortable um, the Dilly hoodies are, look 
how much bulk the hoodies added to ask stethoscope spindly arms. Look at him. My God, man. You look 10 years younger. You're fucking welcome. You're absolutely welcome. You didn't even know that was going to happen. Son of a bitch ordered the hoodie. It was a, I, I believe he said he wanted or it was somebody gave it to him or something. It was a goodie. Anyway, look at his wife. Like she's like been, never been more attracted to him right than right here. I bet she makes him leave the hoodie on. She's like, no, 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 no. Hoodie stays on. He's like, okay. Yeah, there you go. I can see what's happening there, bud. Yeah, the wife's like, hoodie stays on. Yeah, 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 no. You can lose the pants. The hoodie stays on there, pal. He's like, great. She's like, God, you look good. You look so young. And your arms look so not spindly right now. At least that's how I imagine it. Did you, she told you that, didn't she? She said, this is, you look jacked in your non-spindly. <laughs> I'm convinced. Uh, you guys look great. And you look super happy. So that's what really matters. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Good photo. Oh, my God. The ladies are absolutely loving the Randy pullover. And why not? It's equal parts patriotic and extra sassy and sexy. Look at that shit. Looking good. Looking absolutely brilliant. Look at that shit. She's just like, uh-huh. Time to go flex on these hoes. She said that. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your age or where you live. You go out, you put on a Randy pullover, and you instantly get more attitude. People start throwing themselves at you. Guys start asking if they can buy your worn panties. Weird shit like that. It happens. Ladies, be careful. You might end up picking up a side hustle. I'm just saying. You don't even have to try. You just wear that. They're like, oh, shit. Shit. That's what happens. Be careful out there. Don't say I didn't warn you. And lastly, Bruce Wayne had to visit uh, a store on behalf of Governor Rob DeSantis, who's actually turning in his resume. Uh, Rob wants to keep his option open. Obviously, his dream is a Wawa, but uh, you'd always got to have a backup. And so uh, I was told that Bruce had turned in resumes for uh, Rob DeSantis down at both Wawa and Bucky's while he was driving home to shit-ass New York. So that was smart. Okay, that was smart, and uh, and I think it's a good, you know, you never know. You get out there, you shake some hands, you never know what's going to happen, okay? Yeah, you got to get out there. Maybe, maybe he gets a call. Maybe Bruce is going to save this guy's whole life by pointing him in the right direction towards his real dreams of being a fucking assistant manager at a Bucky's. And that is all of your dillies in the wild. I think that's all of them. Hold on. Let me click around. Looks like it's, yeah, that's all of it. I was in a rush today. Just doing my thing. You know, you know how it is. This what the fuck. I was like, hey, wait, you're sending me one? What, what do you mean last one incoming? What am I getting? Eh, what are you sending me? Who called me? I don't like when people call me. It's like, dude, I don't know you. Why are you calling me? Don't do that. All right, I'm looking. Uh, nah, I don't got any more. That's it. 
You're giving out subs? Somebody actually did send me a Dilly in the Wild, so there you go. Someone sent me a Dilly in the Wild like while I was on the show, so I can't. But I'm not going to add it in because it just takes too long. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. It's been kind of a weird, uh, it's been a weird year. Weird year of growth, weird year of transitions, changes, differences. How do we, how do we quantify and qualify all of that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I went ahead and I asked some questions today. Questions to Grok, because Grok is the AI on Twitter, and it seems to know things, and I wanted to get some answers, and Grok thinks very highly of the Dilly Meme team and the show, and yours truly. Uh, the impact of what we're doing is significant. Um, we are allowing a greater... See, this is where worlds collide, and let me explain this. This is where actually really, I, I think, is valuable. And I talked about yesterday how we don't take talking points. We are the talking points. We create them. But I also discussed yesterday how our objective with uh, this show and the meme team is to essentially go ahead before President Trump or even the Republican Party and lay the framework and the groundwork so that you can win the fight when you enter it, okay? We are fighting a culture war. That's what I do. That's what the Dilly meme team does. And while fighting that culture war, we create uh, an, an environment where you can win politically, okay? But something that I think some people don't understand is that I, I have a healthy respect for both directions of what we're doing in America, meaning this. Some of us fight culture wars and impact and change hearts and minds from afar. We do it through a screen or we do it through tweets or we do it through... Uh, social media interaction, commerce, business, whatever. And others, it's in a much more direct way, meaning boots on the ground, people going out, door knocking, doing different things. Both of these are incredibly valuable for the uh, sake of our country. And I think that sometimes it gets lost in uh, translation that this show, while it does exist on the internet, believes in active uh, engagement in the community whether it was at the beginning of the year when we were able to fundraise and get some uh, volunteers out to East Palestine during that uh, train derailment that caused so many issues, or whether it was later on attending Trump rallies or even counter-protesting at DeSantis events. We believe in that type of civic uh, you know, activism, okay? But sometimes people get really, I, I think, confused. And, and I think that, if you're somebody that derides or is negative about people that do boots on the ground, that's probably not very smart. There's people, you know, not everybody is going to sit in front of a camera and talk during the day. Other people are going to put on jackets and actually go physically out and do door knocking. And, I, and you know what? God bless them. It's super valuable. And I don't think we should ever uh, in any way, you know, uh, say negative things about what they're doing. But conversely, to everybody who's boots on the ground, to everybody who is door knocking and engaging with the public at, the, at a very base level, you should also understand it's people like me and my team that make it to where there's a higher likelihood that the person on the other side of that door answers it and smiles when you introduce yourself. You're right. I can't go out and collect signatures 
for uh, you know registering Republicans. That's not my job. That's not what my role is. But I can sure as shit make sure that somebody is excited to see your face and to sign your paperwork when you arrive. And that is what we do. So if you can't respect that grind, I really don't know what to tell you. The internet exists. Um, I, I think anybody who's boots on the ground that has a problem with people that do things from the internet or even weirder, imagine like being critical of people that do things from a phone simply because the technology exists. It's weird. So both directions, I think there's a healthy respect for activism, both online and in real life. I think it's super, I think both are necessary to victory. And I think both are incredibly difficult with their own uh, unique stressors. And uh, I just think uh, the perfect campaign is a campaign that can strike a balance. And I think like we saw that in 2020 where we weren't able to have boots on the ground to the level we would have liked because of COVID. And you saw the, the absolutely catastrophic results of that. Uh, I think in a perfect campaign, you want to strike a nice balance between culturally driven uh, influencers online that can correct narratives in real time and create narratives as well and absolutely passionate, uh, hardcore, uh, boots on the ground supporters that get out and go and they door knock and do different things. So um, I don't know. I think that's just kind of it. I I just saw some commentary from people that I thought was kind of mean and in, in, in I didn't I don't think that's cool. I think it's I I think it's important. You know, it's it's a team. The whole whether you realize it or not, whether you you don't have to always like your teammates either, but it's a team. Everybody's pulling the same direction. None of this shit exists if Donald Trump doesn't win, you know? That's my opinion. I just think I, that's my opinion. I and I think a lot of this came from the Decimps, by the way. I haven't seen a lot of MAGA do this. I think cuz it's not a very pro Trump position to be shitty given the fact that President Trump uh, puts so much stock himself in the internet, obviously. Uh, that's the biggest way he gets his message out is truth social, social media. Um, but a lot of DeSimps have been saying shit. So I don't, I, I think it's kind of like gross because you look at it, you're like, first of all, they're fucking weird people to begin with. Um, I haven't seen a lot of MAGA saying this because I think frankly, most Trump supporters are smart enough to understand what I just said. It's really not that complicated, <laughs> right? It's not that complicated. Um, I think most Trump supporters get it and they understand. But uh, you never fucking know. You never know. So, yeah, anyway, trying to get everybody pulling in the right direction going forward into 2024. Because there is no, in, in 2024, there are no personalities, uh, you know, differences of personalities. There are no enemies in MAGA in 2024. Obviously, if you've got a some type of a, a you know, a mole or something, maybe, but in 2024, it's it's about beating the Democrats like a drum. And it's about President Trump getting the maximum number of votes so that we can overcome the voter fraud, which is, it's inevitable. Too much is at stake for them not to try to cheat. You understand? Too much is at stake for them not to try to cheat. So uh, they're going to try and cheat. Uh, in some states, they will be caught. In other states, they will be effective. And your goal is to make sure if they cheat by a million votes, you win by 5 million votes. You got it? So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking for uh, 2024. So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, with that being said, we got a lot more show. We're going to have a ton more fun. Uh, we're going to have we're going to do a little uh, a little meme and then a little MAGA commerce and then we're going to get into the news so Hogman 
uh, can try and wash out the taste of that kid uh, kicking his ass with hunting deer. America was so great with our beautiful economy, border security, and no wars until 10% job. A good life, cash in pocket, low interest rates, but then 81 million faithfuls. An incredible life, lost to a rigged election. They cheated in so many ways. Suck your cash dry, living a lie, screwing up the country. Trump red Democrat, 10% Joe, falling up the stairs, 10% Joe, smelling kids' hair, 10% Joe, taking all the kickbacks. Actual criminal 10% Joe. Now many suffer due to Joe's bad policies. Democrat cities hopeless and lost. Lawless and immoral. Citizens afraid for their safety. Burdened by illegals. No path to a better future. No way off the Democrat plantation. Find the truth. Changing your mind. Now you're on the right course. Voting out ten percent Joe, making your choice. Talking to your neighbor, walking away from senile hypocrite. Ten percent Joe, fighting for your life with ten percent Joe, wrestling power from ten percent Joe, voting for the Donald, throwing out ten percent Joe. It's January twentieth, twenty twenty-five. Yours truly is sworn in as president. You are finally safe from 10% Joe. petloverscandle.com obsessed is the way most Dilly 300 members describe their relationship with Bell and Mr. Tom the Pet Lovers Candle. Why? Because the Pet Odor Eliminator Candle is a mother and son owned company located in Georgia. Laura and Travis are incredible Americans and they make the best Pet Odor Eliminator Candle on the market. Our proprietary uh, formula was heavily researched scientifically formulated with the world's top specialists and experts. It's true. They don't cover up the smell of your dog's ass. They actually eliminate the odor causing enzymes and molecules in the air. Imagine if you could, if in Terminator 2, okay, instead of sending the Terminator, the T-1000, back to murder John Connor, Okay, instead they miniaturized it. Okay, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and gave it a weapon that eliminated odor. 
okay? So if, if you had a bunch of T-1000s with odor-eliminating guns that have been miniaturized and shrunken down like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and they were shooting the fuck out of all of the shit enzymes from your dog's ass, that's kind of basically what they do. So I, I hope that makes it more so you understand it. Like, just imagine little Terminators floating around in your, your, your fucking atmosphere uh, shooting and murdering uh, stinky dog-ass molecules. So that's basically the same thing. It's like a scientific thing. I don't really want to get too heavy into it. What you need to know is they're offering candle accessories right now to help you get the most out of your pet candles. And it gives your candle a longer, cleaner, and safer burn. It also makes candle maintenance quick, clean, and simple. Uh, so what are we talking about here? We're talking about the wick trimmer made of high-quality steel, ergonomic shape for easy trimming. Keeping your wick trimmed reduces soot emissions and discolorization. And it keeps your candle glass and air clean and pretty, which is super important in the holidays, especially when your judgmental mother-in-law is going to come by the house and all she's looking for is a reason to tell you you're not good enough for her son. Well, fuck her, okay? Make your candles look good so that when she walks in, she's like, my kid did really good. He picked a good one. Look at these fucking candles. It makes sense to me anyway. All right. Plus, if you get the wick trimmer, you can also get the wick dipper. Now this, this is going to help you snuff out a candle by coating and sealing the wick with your wax. It's a, it's a perfect crime, really, if you think about it. Snuffing out a candle using only your wick and wax. Hmm? No one would ever know because wax melts. Anyway, it prevents smoke and smoldering, and it also maintains the fragrance in your home and the candle, and it keeps the smoke and soot out of the air. So you can add these two accessories to your candle bundle for the ultimate holiday gift set, and you can save even more money by using promo code DILLY15 for 15% off your entire order. Promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. ThePetLoversCandle.com My girls are so beautiful. And I also love this apparel. It's so beautiful. From dirt to shirt, it's American made. Dirt to shirt. That's right, motherfucker. The cotton is American grown. 
the shirts American manufactured, the ink printed on to American material in America, my God, then sent to an American brand, BeardVet, and BeardVet distributing this American of American of American of American apparel, all from their American location in Texas. Fucking A, Jesus. All you got to do is go to dillyshow.com, click on the shop tab, or just wait for the pop-up and click on that and order the hell out of it. Why? Because we've got tons to pick from, tons of sizes, and there's still time for you to get this uh, before Christmas. You don't have to give shitty gifts this year. Do you understand me? Just stop giving shitty things to people. Just get one good thing and call it a fucking day. And that one good thing is probably... Uh, Dilly merch by Dilly Designs, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. And uh, yeah, just go there, dillyshow.com. Check it out. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready to the best is yet to come. But I honestly believe. Uh, that you and the other members of the Dilly meme team have indeed had a major, major impact uh, on the outcome of the contest for the 2024 nominations. Yeah, listen, uh, we fucked up. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Jay Scott for that last meme and Lorne for this one. Yeah, you did. Mistakes were made. Major mistakes were made. New York Times, you can't unring this bell. You fucked up badly. And we all know it. Did the New York Times hit piece hurt the Dilly meme team? Well, did it grok? Well, the answer is simple. It seems that the New York Times hit piece on the Dilly meme team didn't have the impact the newspaper might have hoped for. In fact, it might have even backfired. The Dilly meme team seems to be taking the whole thing in stride with some members even wearing the hit piece label as a badge of honor. It's like the old saying goes, any publicity is good publicity. The Dilly Meme team has managed to turn the tables on the New York Times and use the after, uh, the attention to their advantage. So, did the New York Times hurt the Dilly Meme team? It doesn't look like it. If anything, the Dilly Meme team is stronger and more united than ever. Just goes to show that sometimes even the most well-intentioned hit piece can have unintended consequences. Oh my, is that, what? Did that, Grok? Grok just got his first Dilly Show mic drop? My God. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. Ugh. 
what was awkward was um, the New York Times thinking that they were taking a shot at me by pointing out child support that I no longer owe because I paid it off and I, and I have custody of all my kids. I'm like, yeah, I was part of a settlement. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's zero, zero balance, buddy. I'm sorry. They all live with me too. It was part of a settlement back. Oh, all right. Let's set that aside. Well, what about, what about? You got nothing. You got nothing. You're pissing in the wind. New York Times is pissing in the wind. You tried to dox one of my memers and his boss laughed at you. He fucking laughed at you. Shout out to the single solitary one liberal that tried to get my memer fired from his job. Shout out to that one deranged cunt. For a publication with allegedly somewhere around 10 million subscribers, you were the one psychopathic cunt that wrote an anonymous email attempting to get this man fired. Congratulations, you're the biggest dickhead in America. The boss laughed at you as well. One, just what, one? That's all you got these days? Didn't even have a group of these fucking weirdos? Just one? Hey, this guy, he does these really disgusting memes that I think you should take a look at. And if you don't take a look at it, I might not buy your product anymore. One. If I put a phone number on the screen right now and I asked my audience, I said, this fucker is a problem and uh, whatever, a racist, a fascist, blah, 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 call his boss or email his boss, even easier. If I put an email address, I could compel at least 400 of you to write the email just by saying it on a show. And I don't even have 10 million fucking followers or fans. And the New York Times, all you got was one. 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 One weird motherfucker that's like, let's cancel him. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. The weirdos aren't what they used to be. They're just not as strong. They're not in the majority. Everybody knows it. Speaking of fucking weirdos, I don't know what's going on with Team Meatball. They have gotten stranger by the day. They are hiring pretty much anybody that'll tow the company line and say the crazy company thing. As exampled here with uh, Jebba Ellis with, with made up character with weird graphically altered photo is you know that's because that's how the trump campaign is basically strategizing to beat DeSantis. they know DeSantis is a better candidate kind of across the board he doesn't have the baggage of trump all that so the trump campaign is using this propaganda to try and suppress the vote to try and get people to not turn out for DeSantis or not donate to DeSantis. so these tools can be very powerful. You know, when you don't have other information, most people don't know what's happening in politics right now. You know, they have their own issues. They're focusing on inflation and, you know, trying to take care of their kids and things like that. So you go to an organization that you think is providing a, a picture of that. And, you know, you might not know any better if you're looking at propaganda. You know, it, it's pretty telling when the ultra popular governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, endorses Ron DeSantis, 
She has probably the best view of anyone in the world of what's going on on the ground in Iowa. And then the next day and the week later, the polls still show Ron DeSantis going down. That just doesn't pass the smell test. It feels like DeSantard shouldn't use the term uh, smell test when talking about their boss. Look, man, you guys are going to lose the Iowa caucus by 40. Your candidate's going to immediately drop out. And every one of you that used your real names and your real social media accounts is going to have a hell of a time ever getting on with another campaign. Objectively speaking, you did a really bad job. And I don't know why. But... You're going to be buried. Also, I need to say thank you to somebody. Um, it was just brought to my attention uh, that a user over on Rumble named uh, Rooftop. I want to make sure I got this right. Was that Rooftop? He, uh, he or she uh, just dropped a $500 uh, uh, donation to the show. And, uh, dude, that was super generous of you. I, I, and he says, uh, this person says, keep up the good work and Merry Christmas. So that was super, super generous of you. Um, I'm not real good at keeping track of, uh, of stuff that comes in on, on Rumble. Cause I, I didn't realize you guys can donate directly through Rumble, which is really cool. I mean, that's really cool. I didn't really, I haven't really figured a lot of this stuff out. I admittedly am a bad uh, social media influencer because people who do that, call themselves that, are like really up to date on all the new ways you can support and tip. And I didn't even know you could give that kind of money directly through Rumble. So shout out to Rooftop. That was very generous. And uh, you definitely got my attention because that was, I've never had anybody do that before. Um that's a first, and that was really nice of you. So thank you. That was co- that was really cool. Uh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the, wh- what the what? <laughs> See now, you know what sucks though, dude. Now I wish I would have bought the Trump uh, NFT cards. I was gonna buy them, and I was like, oh, you know, it's Christmas holiday season, and I would have had to buy them for myself. But I felt weird buying them for myself, and I'm like, nah, I'll just I'll use them. I'm gonna use some money and go get Christmas gifts, right? And I could have totally pulled it off. So, that's okay. Rumble doesn't take 20%. Who the fuck told you that? Where did you get the idea that Rumble takes 20% of tips? Why are you spreading fake news on my shit? Why are you spreading fake news on my shit? That's not true. Rumble doesn't take 20%. Unless you fucking are... I, I, you know I get paid by Rumble every month, right? This is so cringe. Motherfuckers just be talking shit. They don't take 20%. Who told you that? Hmm? No, that don't take 20%. I don't know where you got that number. It's not 
don't know. People, maybe people are gassing you up to get more money or something. And even if they did, what the fuck am I going to say? <laughs> Mike says they take 30%. I don't even... Is it 20 or 30%? Is that of the tips? Because I get paid by Rumble and I've never had them take 30%. Are we having a conversation about this? Is it just the tips feature? Is the tips feature the one that they do that on? Because I, I get paid on Rumble for like views and it ain't 30%. Is it 30% they take of you? Uh, to, of, uh, is that just for tips? Because I get paid by Rumble for like viewership. Oh, it's just the tips? I didn't even know I got tips from Rumble. I didn't even know that was a thing. So is what that, guy, is what that person just gave me a tip? Is that how that works? I didn't even realize they started doing that. Hmm. So it's just just when you receive tips, they take a percentage. Huh. Well, it's called rumble rants. That's what they're called. So when, when someone gives you money on a rumble rant, they take a percentage of that. That's cool, though. Whatever. They call it a rumble rant. It's a super, okay. Mike just gave me a dollar. California has just given me a dollar and said, happy Kwanzaa. You're a dick. I'm only going to get 70, per, 70 cents for that. You could have at least given me a dollar 30, you cheap bastard. Mike could have at least given me a dollar 30 so that it would have rounded to a, an a even dollar. He, he gave me a dollar, so I get 70 cents. fuckers all right <clears throat> i want to get into some of what president trump said last night because it was awesome and he's awesome and we're lucky to have him because he's the man i got a bunch of memes i gotta play too falling behind sorry i'm so disorganized new people i'm not normally like this totally i'm definitely not calling the herd at all and something very, very important to me, because I've seen crime go to levels that nobody can even imagine over the last few years, in the cities in particular, I am going to indemnify through the federal government all police officers and law enforcement officials throughout the United States for being destroyed by the radical left for taking strong actions on crime. They're afraid to do anything. They're forced to avoid any conflict. They're forced to let a lot of bad people do what they want to do because they're under a threat of losing their pension, losing their house, losing their families. Yeah. They're afraid to do anything. They're incredible people. Among our greatest people, law enforcement, policemen and women, they, get, uh, they lose their pensions, they lose their families, they lose their house, they end up on the street. We are going to indemnify them against any and all liability. And we're going to stop crime in our cities. That is generally something a governor will do or a mayor will do. But we have to step in. We have to stop. He's 100% correct, by the way. Criminals aren't afraid of law enforcement. Law enforcement is afraid of doing its job. The dynamics are broken. 
They must be repaired. And I believe President Trump is going to fix that. I do. And this is far more than a campaign. This is the greatest political movement in the history of our country. That's what it is. in a righteous crusade to liberate this nation from a corrupt political class that is waging war on American democracy. There you go. President Trump on a heater. Under the Trump administration, you were better off. Your family was better off. Your neighbors were better off. Our country was better off. America was stronger, richer, safer, and more confident than ever before, I would say. And we had the best economy in history. And uh, when you had me behind the desk of the Oval Office, people did respect us. Other nations respected us to a level I don't think maybe we've ever been respected like that. But just think of it. Were you better off four years ago or are you better off today? Yeah. Not even close. That's an interesting question. That's a question I'm going to be able to ask a lot. There you go. There you go. Boss was on a heater. He was on a heater. He also may, uh, in fact, have been trolling a little bit of DeSantis. It's meant nothing. People are wise to this stuff, you know? They're really wise to this stuff. DeSanctimonious has been saying for the past six months, wait for the bounce. You know, he's waiting for the bounce. The bounce is going that way. It's going the wrong direction. Register NBC News media comp poll shows Trump's lead in Iowa is growing. Trump's now at 51% compared to DeSantis at 19%, Haley at 16%, and Ramaswamy and Christie in the single digits. Now, time is running out for these other candidates to pull off an upset and overcome Trump's lead. But DeSantis told Iowa reporters this morning he believes there are Trump supporters who are open to supporting another candidate. And DeSantis says he does have fundamental differences that make him a better choice than Donald Trump. I think that Trump is, is really an, an insular campaign about him. Uh, that's just not how I am. I'm not a ruler, I'm a servant. Uh, I'm also understanding about uh, my role as a, as a parent, my role as a, as a parent, parent. Meatball. 
This is like, Meatball's like retarded LL Cool J. Remember that back in the 90s? LL was out there like, mmm, mmm, girl, mmm. But motherfucker made that shit work because he was jacked and could rap. He's like that, but retarded and white <laughs> and can't rap. It's, you know, mmm, 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 mmm. The bounce is not coming. Can you imagine trying to get people to forget that they saw you white boogers on a veteran's head? Like, ah, oh, nice fucking hat. Dude, I love your hat. Oh my God. Wipe it on your face. Hey, devil dog. Hey, ramble rants. Can we do a meatball round the way girl song? Can you guys imagine? Can we do a meatball DeSantis round the way girl? I don't even care what lyrics you add to that shit. I feel like there's 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 something there though, especially if you get meatball singing it with the the lick lipping and everything. Yeah, with the lip licking and everything. What do you guys think? Can we get some meatball DeSantis round the way girl? <laughs> I feel like there might be something there. I'm not I'm not trying to tell you how to do your jobs. I'm just saying I feel like if you give DeSantis a power ballad rap song and you change the lyrics, I think you might have something really, really fucked up, fucked up and funny. <laughs> I definitely think it should be about his uh his his wait for the bounce numbers though. It's around you need to get to Santa's on around the way, girl. <laughs> God, I hate this fucking guy. He's so shit. He's so shit. And a lot of people have been asking us what we think is going to happen to him. And I said it in January. I said, we're going to turn him into Ted Cruz and make him permanently unelectable to higher office. The difference is Ted secured himself in the Senate. Meatball only has two years left as the governor and he's gone he has till 2026 and then adios motherfucker right three years left he's got a problem he's got a fucking problem and uh if you wanted to look into your crystal ball and imagine where he's probably going to be in six months from now eight months from now it's going to be right here well here is ted cruz and it's not even like it's one thing to to record a robocall for somebody. Oh, I guess it's another thing Hello. to have audio. Yeah, exactly. Of, <laughs> of calling on behalf of, of Donald Trump. Well, they have a video that they have released of Ted Cruz sadly calling. I don't even know if he's getting people on the phone, just leaving a message. And not only that, they have a camera angle that so that they get the Trump Pence posters in the background and he just looks, it's like, it's almost as if Trump was sitting there just going like, okay, yeah, no, this doesn't make him look ugly enough. Bring the camera down, shoot up into his nose. Oh, yeah, it's like, auteur Trump. Wait a second, I want the this is the This is the perfect mise-en-scene. Now, here's what I want, Ted. I want you to think about me with your wife. Make the call. Action. Here it is. 
Hi, this is Ted Cruz calling. Uh, I was calling to encourage you to come out and vote on election day. Uh, this election is critical for the direction of our country, and I urge you to come out and, and support freedom, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. Uh, you can vote by absentee ballot, and if you need help getting an application for an absentee ballot, the Republican Party of Texas can help you with that. Or you can vote in person. But I just wanted to encourage you to come out and vote. Thank you, and God bless you. There it is. Oh, poor Ted. Never thought I'd feel bad for him. Yeah. Look at this poor son of a bitch. I don't feel bad for him. Yikes. You guys know that this is the future for Ron DeSantis. This is what Ron DeSantis is going to be facing. It's going to be humiliating. It's going to be embarrassing. And I don't see any way he avoids it. I really don't. Super, super disgusting. Super disgusting. He's cooked. He's absolutely cooked. Ted Cruz learned the hard way. Ron's going to learn it even harder. All right. So that with that being said, let's get into a little, let's see here. What do we got? Oh, here we go. Now, we're, everybody's fixated on Iowa, and why wouldn't you? It's first in the nation. And then New Hampshire, where DeSantis is polling fifth. And then eventually, you're going to look at South Carolina, where he's in third, maybe fourth place now. But maybe you haven't looked on how he's doing in Michigan. As if he'll still be in the race by then. Oh, he's only down 50. Guys. Hey, guys, Ron's only down 50 in Michigan. So, like, there's still a chance. Uh... And by chance, I mean a chance to maybe hold off Haley because he's tied there with her. It's not looking good. <clears throat> I think Ron might be screwed. I don't think there's, it's going to go well for Ron. It, it seems like he doesn't have a way to win. President Trump is now leading Biden in every swing state. The people want Trump back. That's right, my friend. That's Alex Brusewitz. And Alex is telling you the truth, you guys. Uh, Donald Trump officially has taken over the lead in every single swing state from Joe Biden. This is a shocking development. Let's talk about these uh, swing states. These swing states, let's start with the top there. We'll zoom in. Bang. Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 43, Trump is up six. Pennsylvania, Trump 46, Biden 44, Trump up two. Michigan, Trump up at 46, Biden at 42, Trump up four. Wisconsin, Trump 45, Biden 41, that's Trump plus four. Nevada, Trump 47, Biden 44, Trump up three. Arizona, Trump 46, Biden 42, Trump up four. North Carolina, Trump 49, Biden 40, Trump up nine. Absolute destruction. Getting absolutely smoked to the head like a chronic blunt. It's not close. President Donald J. Trump is going to smash Joe Biden into a million little pieces a year from now. And I'm loving the new slogan they're implementing. It reminds me 
of something my uh, our very own Lauren Eve made, courtesy of the Dilly Meme team, and the slogan, Better Off With Trump. This is the perfect opportunity to run a campaign that is binary. Were you better with under me as president or are you better under Joe? And the answer for most people is unequivocally President Trump. Incredible branding, incredible marketing, an incredible meme by Lauren Eve. They're in the polling place and make a decision. I think when you make that decision, it might be well if you would ask yourself, are you better off than you were four years ago? Is it easier for you to go and buy things in the stores than it was four years ago? Is there more or less unemployment in the country than there was four years ago? Is America as respected throughout the world as it was? Do you feel that our security is as safe, that we're as strong as we were four years ago? Boom. I am your retribution. I am your retribution. I like it. I like it a lot. The Gipper. It's the Gipper, y'all. It's the Gipper. What? Yes, Trev, it's true. I tweet and I do the show the same time sometimes, okay? Sometimes I tweet. I just, I had to say thank you because a big account was uh, giving us some love and supporting us yesterday. It's important to acknowledge people when they have your back. That's what you do. Retribution, motherfucker. I'm here for the retribution. Hi, I'd like a nice full glass of retribution, please. Yes, I'm a Republican voter. I'm a Trump supporter. Uh, and I would like a... Mm, I'd like a uh, extra large retribution, please. Yeah. I'll take that. Yep. Extribution on the top. Hmm. That's how I order it. I'll take a nice tall glass of retribution with a little extribution on the top. You can kind of do that thing you guys do on the top of the retribution. Just... I'm here for it. I am here for I love a good retribution. All right, so things are getting fucking weird inside this administration. I don't have to tell you guys that. Some of the things being said are strange. I, 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 let me Hold on, let me make sure I'm done with polling. I think I'm done. Oh, yeah, I don't really want to do this. I have other stuff on favorability, but it's okay. You guys get it. Joe sucks. Trump's amazing. The end. Let me just clean up a little bit of this desktop here. Yep, take care of all that. Just getting the final bits of major news ready so um, so that Hogman, you know, he's excited because he's got, we have more news. Hogman, we have more news, okay? So, Hogman, one of the stories, and, and for all of you, actually, this is relevant, especially to Hog, because aside from murdering girl deers, he's a bit of an interior design sort of, spe and I don't want to say specialist, but it's a passion, Okay? When he's not out murdering female mom deers, he likes to do interior design. It's just something he does. It's a passion. It's an in, he enjoys it. 
he walks into a room and he's like, hmm, he did that at my house. He came into my home and he walked right in. He was complimentary, but I could tell he felt that he could add to it. And he looked around and he was like, hmm, you know, he was like, that doesn't work. And he started talking to me about colors and angles and feng shui and shit that I really didn't understand. But anyway, this story is extremely interesting. Critics are roasting Jill Biden's Christmas video. White House switched from cocaine to acid. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. That is probably one of the most accurate headlines the New York Post has used in quite some time. Gorbachev is a fool for that one. Al Gorbachev is an absolute fool for that one. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not going to play the video of the White House. It's weird. I'll just play memes about it because the memes are funny, but the reality is creepy. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to watch that shit. Super fucking weird. These people are deranged. Hey, what's this video? I don't like when I get a video and it's all... It's a dark screen. I have no idea what I'm about to play. Let's see what it is. It could be terrible. Hold on. And wait. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. I just figured a trick out. Guys, I just figured out a trick. Oh, got a tickle. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know how I just did that, though. Did I mess up the video? I hope I didn't mess up the video. I might have messed up this video. Not a bot made it. I don't know what it is. It looks weird. <laughs> Let's see. Don't worry, don't worry, worry. worry. It's all gonna be over soon. Not a boot. Not a boot. Not a boot might be one of the funniest damn people we have. I know Hogman's upset because he didn't get to. He likes. He wanted to comment on the 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 feng shui of the White House, but that's that's cheesy and weird. Oh, what's this one? I think Mike made something. Is this a meme, Mike? I don't know if I'm playing a meme right now, guys. I get things and I don't get to vet it. Sometimes, not all the time. Let's see what Mike sent me. I'm sure it's news related, though. N Mike only does news. And at no time is he having fun and shit posting. Trump 
And so they're definitely looking for viable options. Is Ron DeSantis that option? I have my doubts. DeSantis also took the opportunity to say Trump has moved further to the left. He cited the former president's recent tweet celebrating a Black Lives Matter advocate's endorsement and his proposal to build 10 futuristic freedom cities on undeveloped federal land. Clearly, he added a lot to the debt while he was president, uh, but now to be proposing uh, a massive amount of new spending to create new cities uh, I think is just, um, you know, something that, that doesn't make any sense. But Kalusha says whether Trump appears to be moving left is irrelevant here. Donald Trump has never taken a strong party position, talked about the party platform. And in fact, it sounds to me as though what he's trying to do is reach across party lines and grab on to minority voters because they seem to be responding we'll to him increasingly. On your side, Joe Harris, 6 News. Trump. And so they're definitely looking for viable options. Is Ron DeSantis that option? It was a news headline about a guy talking about DeSantis. That was newsy, Hog. That should satisfy you. That was too newsy, though. I don't want to do that again. I'm not feeling that newsy today. I'm feeling more just like having fun. Like this. Like, watch. Let me show you something. This is better. This is a news story, but instead of it being by dickwads that are boring to listen to, it's by Machiavelli memes. He stayed as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business. Not as a practicing lawyer. Not as a board member of Burisma. Not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman. Not in my investments at home nor abroad. I've been in this game for years. Uh, it made me Certainly not as an artist. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track. Not your wig pushed back. Seeing that fun? That's fun. Thank you, Mac. Welcome back, by the way, buddy. We missed you. I know your your muse had been quiet. Mac hadn't had his muse for a few uh, months. And I'm so happy to see you be inspired once again by your muse. <laughs> C3P meme was also inspired by the New York Times. Because I think the Times thought he would stop making memes at least for a day. They were wrong. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was financially involved in my business. The kickbacks we got paid for my new teeth. These hair plugs, that obviously didn't work. Countless hookers and all the Parmesan cheese a guy could ask for. And my dad, the big guy said it best. I'm the smartest guy he knows. See, well done. See, thank you. Finally, a little honesty. Finally, a little honesty. Thank you, C3P memes. I appreciate you not taking any days off even after the New York Times is doxing the shit out of you and trying to get you fired. So thank you for that. That was awesome. We just keep going. You just keep going, folks. What are you going to do? Quit? Can't quit. Still crying in baseball. Also, something happened that, uh, you know, look, sometimes we allow fans of other shows to come over and they come around and they, they go, oh, man, uh, I guess I'll support some of these people. Not all of them do. Now, it's true. Recently, in the last two months, I was, in fact, followed on social medias 
by Dan Bongino, who, as everybody knows, is Hogman's celebrity crush. And uh, Dan, he, uh, he, he was posting this morning, but then something magical happened. Mr. Bongino retweeted Randy the Savage, which is really a first we've never seen. Uh, Randy uh, had put out a video that said, uh, you know, so she says, Dear failing New York Times, you never asked me for comment before printing a hit piece on us. Neither did any of the smaller, lazier news outlets who are now running with your bullshit. For the record, here's my official statement, and it was a video of my beautiful wife flipping off the camera. So, so there you go. Um, Dan Bongino uh, officially offering peace to the Dilly Show and Dilly Threader. We never actually had a beef going. It was mostly me just highlighting the fact that he kept using my jokes. Intentionally or unintentionally, I have no idea, but he apparently has decided to pretend he knows that we exist. So thank you. That was pretty nice. I'm guessing Hogman included it in his latest. It was his latest uh, letter he wrote him. Because he's old school. Sometimes people write, you know, it's modern, you know, celebrity stalking his emails. And that's not fun. I like a good old school stalker that still cuts out letters in a magazine and creates a note that you can't trace or find out where it came from. I, I think that's, I like that. Like, that's what I'm about. You know what I mean? I'm about a good old school. And that's how Hog does it. That's how he mails me fan letters. And that's how he mails his fan letters to Bongano, which I think is really classy. Yeah, it's better. You open it up and it's all like different letters. And maybe sometimes they use pictures from magazines. That's fucking awesome. <clears throat> yes. So it's good. It's all good. All right. What else do we got here? Do you guys? Have, oh, oh, this is a funny story. Um, It's funny because fuck this guy. So this crazy ass jihadi was like uh in the uh whatever parliament or something or whatever they call it over there. And he's a Turkish lawmaker. Okay. So this fucking guy. Okay. He's going up there and he's saying all this anti-Semitic shit about death to Israel. He says, we'll suffer the wrath of Allah. And if you don't know who that is, they, it's their guy that one, he's like, it's about Aloha snack bars. They yell it sometimes before detonating. So anyway, this fucking dude, right? He gives a shitty speech to the other jihadis about suffering the wrath of Allah. Allah. I don't know, how do we say it correctly? Is it Allah? Allah, Allah, Hoa, snack bara? Do we, anyway, anyway, their deity that they fucking, they call out this name when they finish inside of the goat. Um, this guy was standing in front of his government and he had just said, Israel will suffer the wrath of Allah. And uh, so he did that. Okay. And he was all like fire and brimstone. And then he had a fucking heart attack and dropped dead. That is so unfortunate. Where did I think go? Oh, there it is. Wait. There it is. Hold on. I think I... It was something like... I think it was like this. He was like... Because he was like... Hold on. Let's bring it in. Is it right there? Yeah, because I want... I, I have the video, but I don't like to show people dying on the show. So you'll just have to imagine him. He's he's yelling this, and then he dropped dead. Hello, Allah! Yeah, see?
Furi. My favorite part is the end. It's the happiest time of year. I love that part. Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. Did you know that the Dilly Show is not where Walter Cronkite hangs out? Dun, dun, dun. The simps are down so bad right now. He's no Walter Cronkite. Ah, foiled again. I was doing my best to try and just, you know, make people think that this is a super hardcore journalistic news show. And instead, you've sent them here to criticize and critique and record me as I perform and have fun and do entertainment. You're not Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite would never sing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all over your face like usual oh god dude what a bunch of dorks all right listen up fuckers I don't want to talk about this this is stupid I don't want to talk about it I hate congress I don't know if you guys know that I mean I think you I feel like you already knew that but I still hate congress what did phantom shadow make he made a thing I was going to talk about something else but now I have a thing in front of me I don't know what it is What's this, Phantom? What'd you make? What the hell? No, 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 no! <laughs> what happened? I don't even know what that was. Was that just, you wanted to highlight that things fall apart in New York? So random. All right, I'm done. Here's the deal. I've uh, I got a coaching client that I'm gonna take care of here in a couple hours, and I'm gonna let my voice rest before that, because I've had a long two week. I've had a long two week stretch. Okay. God bless you. God bless America, and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Thursday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach we're raising children you're aborting them we're raising them and we're raising them to vote we're raising them to recognize bullshit we're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media we're training them in weapons we're training them in free speech we're not a fucking thing the left can do about it we're not going away this is only the beginning 
Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.